Y'all ready? I'm ready. Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things with high culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I am filled. I'm cold. We slum it hard so you don't have to. I'm glad you asked. I am. Tell me about it. I am an, a solid eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. That's pretty good. That's yeah. a B. It's a it's minus. a B minus. Is what that is. It's a B minus in the biz. That doesn't sound so great when you say it's a B minus. I know. But that's because our perception of B minus has shifted over time. It does because here's the thing. It's just like the stupid star system, right? Yep. Five stars should not be default. <laughs> yeah. And neither should A. An A should not be a default grade. Because we're a bunch of overachievers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody was telling me about Stanford or like Harvard and like their their average GPA, like currently in their average GPA in like 1950 or something. Uh-huh. And the percentage of A's given in like the 1950s was like... It was like 10% or something like that. Well, it also was probably hard because there were a lot of dumb-dumbs back then. No, because like it used to be really common for people to grade on a curve. And that I think that's much less common now. And Don't you think grading on a curve would mean there would be more A's? Grading on a curve means you automatically only give a you certain percentage a certain of, A's. of A's and B's and C's. Like a bell oh. curve. Okay, it's just adjusted. That's right. All right. So like yeah. a bell curve. That's the other thing is grading have... on a curve has come to mean something different, which is basically just uh, everyone gets higher grades. They're dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, but if you grade on like a bell curve, then you yeah. automatically say, I'm going to give 10 A's or 10% A's, 10% F's, and then like, yeah. you know, a set amount of But the reason grade. they can't do that anymore is because people are so obsessed with getting high grades. Yeah. That seems weird. It is and weird. I mean, it's math, based on the idea that like, thing you're getting a representative sample of students every time you give the class, which isn't true. You know, like the idea is that it accounts for, you know, one, one semester being easier than another, but it doesn't account for, you know, maybe one semester you just have more smart kids than another semester. Yeah. Well, it's just here now students are competing with, with each other in their like individual section of the course. Yeah. Like kind of screws up the, yeah. Rather than being graded against the course objectives or whatever. Yeah, but also like, just teach well and teach good. Get get everybody to teach goodly. Know stuff, but see, but that's the that's the difference. So like back then, a C (laughs) was literally average, and being like average was okay. Like that means that you're doing what you need to do to pass the class. Yes, I agree. But like I'm saying (laughs) that the whole bell thing that you're describing sounds like super insane because it's like. eh. Yeah, Somebody, so only but only a handful a of people pass, but all, I mean only a handful of people get A's, but also only a handful of people fail. I know, but it's like, oh, well, it's got to be somebody. So, guess it's you this semester. That's how life <laughs> is. It's not like when somebody <laughs> is hiring for a job, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just going to give it to everybody who applied." Yeah. You know. That's life, Phil. Right, which is fine if they if they earn the bad grade, but like adjusting it. Well, they seems do. Strange. They earn it by being the worst in the class. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but it's like <laughs> oh man i got 95 percent on my test but just because everyone got 100 i get an f it is a dumb oh, and it is a dumb method but like we've kind of swung farther in the other direction of just everyone wants an a so bad and since higher education well, is just a business <laughs> anyways they want to keep their customers happy so they just give up and i guess grades. until like really recently santa cruz um was doing pass fail. Yeah. Mm. So like it really did like it, you could totally be like, meh, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to get a yeah 71%. <laughs> That's all I need. And then it's like pass. And your transcript looks the same as the person who like busted their butt. Yeah. 
or whatever. But let's be honest. <laughs> if you're going to UC Santa Cruz, you're uh, you're not the type who's going to be <laughs> really concerned with your grades, probably. I don't know. I it's like okay, I took is that an Asian joke? <laughs> I took no. Hacky it's sack. a it's a hippie hacky sack <laughs> joke. Like I took hacky sack first semester. It's like man, I failed ultimate frisbee, but I passed the hacky sack, so I'm okay. <laughs> ultimate frisbee. How'd you do in disc golf? <laughs> oh, you mean frolf? Frolf. And then I got I got a B plus in cargo shorts, <laughs> and I'm, but I I did a dual major in uh, white guy dreadlocks and yeah. um, hemp bead necklaces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hemp beads not not yeah the beads shells. are made out of hemp oh hemp and beads necklaces so they actually shape the hemp into shark teeth and then put those on the necklace yeah <clears throat> bong resin is what they use to shape it <laughs> into beads yeah into beads <laughs> so then in an emergency you can just smoke yeah. part of your necklace that's hilarious in a drug emergency. In a drug emergency. A drug emergency. <laughs> Have we, we? Oh, we did start. Okay, good. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, Phil, were you, were you about to say we need to save this for the normal podcast? I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying anything <laughs> because you guys told me that I'm not supposed to say things. <laughs> oh man. Um. But uh, today. The day of this recording, not the day of this release. The day of this recording is St. Patrick's uh-huh. Day. So, um, are any of you wearing green? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm cold. Not, not me, but oh, pinch. Oh no, I am. I am. I'm wearing my green reverb shirt from Nam 2017. Ooh, that's not really green. It's literally green. Cole. Yes, my watch face is green. You're wearing your watch at 6.47 a.m. 7.47. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not Apple 6.47 you sleep in, for him. Do you I sleep with count, your watch on? I, I need to count all the calories I'm burning while I'm podcasting. Do you? But it's not 6.47 I for him. I sleep with it sometimes because <laughs> right. it tracks my only sleep. It, only when it lets you. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Dang, I was going to say something really good and I lost it because the Phil's stupid st patrick's don't day. blame it on phil <laughs> it was about oh, no, actually it wasn't it was because it was inspired by st patrick's day D- my dad was born on march 16th the day before st patrick's day and because of that he was named patrick <laughs> <laughs> isn't that stupid <laughs> that's yes. pretty dumb people were so dumb back in the day <laughs> uh i think if we're talking about naming children i would argue that people are significantly dumber now than they were back then like Quincy. Yep. Never forget Quincy. I got into it with this guy the other day nice. because he kept saying Wait, like he was a makeout session. He wake a what? Like a makeout session. You got into yeah. it with him. Yeah, it got real hot and heavy because he kept saying he he. <laughs> they were talking about the stupid walkout, not stupid walkout. How That's dare you? <laughs> stupid conversations about the kids walking out. Yeah, and like kids like, know anything about politics. He's right? like. This is the this is the first generation that just accepts whatever the government tells them and just does what they're told. What? It's like you're such an idiot. <laughs> so, first sense. of all, that's not true. And secondly, yeah. like anytime you start your argument yeah, by have saying, "Have you ever seen Leave It to Beaver?" Oh, the kids these days, like, yeah, you're just you're done. I know you've lost all credibility. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure during World War II, everyone was kind of just going with the flow. <laughs> and then he goes, "Well, no, because like in my generation, we had we had punk rock." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, oh, you also like had guy. Reaganomics and hair metal like two <laughs> like, years later." Always, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like everyone in the in the '80s was a punk rocker. Right. There was like a handful. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> none of this if, is new. If everyone. <laughs> If everyone was a punk rocker, then, then it wouldn't it would have cease mattered. to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if everyone is a punk rocker, then no one is a punk rocker, as <laughs> they say. You're, yeah. In, in, like, my dad actually, I've heard my dad talk about that, about being a hippie. Like, uh-huh. it was like super cool when he was in, like, when he was younger and he was like, oh my gosh, this is so rad. Like, it's so, like, different and cool. And then all of a sudden uh-huh. it was like, when 
uh, like news anchors had like shaggy hair and sideburns. Yeah, because it just he becomes was like, part of the mainstream culture. Yeah, exactly. He was like, okay, this is like super uncool now. Like, that's the yeah. whole point. Like, it it was so cool that it seeped into every aspect of culture, and then it, and then that's when it became not cool. <laughs> yeah, that's like everything. Uh-huh. That's like how yeah. it. It's yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, um, one of my uh, punk rock friends got super mad because he saw a cheerleader walking across campus with a studded belt. Uh. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, that's not okay. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, she yeah. can't wear that. That's but he ours. probably bought his like, at the mall too or something. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, like I thought I was like so punk rock when I was in high school, but it's like what I was listening to, you know, a lot of times was literally classified as pop punk. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is popular. Which is like an oxymoron, basically. And and I don't I don't know if this was where you guys were living, and I know that I'm older than you, but like when I was in high school, if you like had a skateboard, if you skated around town, is that back when they were the like tiny little criminal. skateboards that were like the size of an iPad? No. Yeah, dude, we used to skate. I, I grew up in a small town, and we would skate, and we would get stopped by the cops all the time. They, yeah, it was just an, an assumption, like, you are a criminal. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have like a skateboard, nuisance. you're a criminal. Like, I lived on the side of a mountain. Because most technically, most skateboarders are criminals. <laughs> like, technically. <laughs> but just not in the way. Like, it's like because you, they're also If you ride your drugs. skateboard on the sidewalk, you're yeah. technically breaking the law. <laughs> you are now a criminal. <laughs> Only because like skateboarding is not very legal in most places. Yeah. It's like the same argument when people say like, oh, well, criminals are are already breaking the law, so they're just going to keep breaking the law even if you make guns illegal. And it's like, well, at what point did they become a criminal? Yeah. You know, when they system, started man. breaking the law. But yeah, in my area, nobody... There were, there were not a lot of skateboarders because I lived on the side of a very steep mountain. And Dude, bomb the hill. is not... Yeah. If you bomb the hills here, you die. <laughs> Unfortunately. There's so many kids who died bombing the hill, Aaron. Thanks for bringing it up. So should we talk oh, about guitar man. stuff? Well, let's, Yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Sinusoid. Our... This yeah. episode is sponsored by our good friends over at Sinusoid, um, who recently launched their new brand. They Squatch. officially announced it yesterday. So I think we can Squatch talk about it. pedal boards. Well, if it's officially announced, I think it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have they have an Instagram. They would probably appreciate it if we talked about it. In fact, Squatches they live. are separate things, though. So we're not sponsored by Squatch. So we're not going to talk about it anymore, except to say that it exists. Yeah. Just well, we can hey, talk, talk about, about it. it. We'll talk like about we talk it. about other things. When we hey, see more did you hear about this new brand? <laughs> Uh, but this episode like is the, sponsored by Sinusoid. It's a little bit like and, the DRS racks that Cower does. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's another company, yeah. but yeah. So we'll talk about this a little bit later, but um, I recently bought a loop switcher with some mini capabilities. So I'm looking for some new patch cables, and I think I'm going to pick up a bunch of slivers and see how they fit. Because slivers are the smallest soldered connector around and perfect for almost every situation. So... <laughs> I just they're also them. one of the only things that was like designed by Sinusoid they went through a ton of R&D and finally got it perfect and they're amazing if you haven't tried them buy one sorry Cole go Um, and for switchers features you could also look at like so I just had a bunch of ca- I just ordered a bunch of cables for my switcher and I got straight stubby ends on one end and I think maybe uh, did I you say stubbyans, stubbyans, stubby ends. Oh, G and H. Because sometimes connectors. it's a pain. Because on a switcher, all the all the connectors are just lined up in a row. Yeah. And so if you have right angle connectors on it, they either they either have to go up or down. And if they need to go down, then you have to have like a slot in your pedal board in just the right spot. <gasps> and if you want them to go up, then it's kind of a pain because if you know you know you might step on them if you're trying to step on pedals that are behind them or whatever. So. Um, anyways 
That's just something to keep in mind. That's why I cut a chunk out of my pedal train board. <laughs> so I could unplug the connectors while the switcher was still on the board. What did you use to cut it? A Dremel with okay. a metal cutting bit. Guys, can I just say that <laughs> this is completely no, unrelated to what we're talking about. But last week we made it someone made a joke about <laughs> You know that song, Send Me On My Way, and we said, Send Me On Delay? Yeah. That has been cracking me up all week, just thinking about it. <laughs> and, then so I, stupid, and then I was so funny. trying to sing the actual song, and I said, Send Me On My Day instead. I'm send, me on send Me On Delay. Send Me On Delay. That's, I that's one that. of my favorite songs to sing along to. <laughs> More than anything. My favorite uh, <laughs> song to sing along to is that one, but I refuse to sing the words, and I only sing the flute part. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a solid song. So we got a good show planned for y'all. We're going to talk about some things. Planned. Um, I'm not even going to tell you what we're going to talk about. We're just going to play it by ear so no one will know. Well, we're we're definitely going to talk about John Mayer. We are, cause we, dude, we didn't get to talk about the strat last week, so we're going to talk about the John Mayer strat. One thing we're going to talk about is Gabriel Tenorio strings, so go check oh, those out. Mm-hmm. We, we are. You know how we feel. We about are. Them. And I was going to wait for that, but oh, thanks. Oh, are you just in charge of how everything happens on the <laughs> podcast, Aaron? I forgot. I'm just kidding. I'm your host. This, this Aaron, isn't a democracy. With me as always. <laughs> this is the United Colin States Phil. and Aaron Abubo. <laughs> Ongoing guest hosts. So apparently my name is not that common. I don't know if you guys knew that, but my last name is not super common. Huh. So yeah. I always have students misspell it. I gave <laughs> I told them <laughs> I told them if they misspell my name on their essay that I'm gonna deduct ten percent. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> It's not horrible because there's literally no excuse for that. Yeah, well, like uh, look uh, it up. Yeah, they could look it up easy. You know my name. It's on the syllabus. It takes two seconds on the class. How do they misspell it? I'm I'm curious. They the always. They, it's usually either a boo boo or a budo. <laughs> a budo. <laughs> it's like a budo yeah. looks like it would be like a like a like a visual palindrome. Like it would look <laughs> this, like it would be a mirror image. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, a, a boobo. A boo-boo. I want to call you a boobo. If it was a Buddha, it would be. It would. It would work. They either. Yeah, it's always either. It's almost always either a boo boo or a budo. Do they ever spell the boob? No, a boob o. Which a it's like dumb because it's like yeah, my name is not common, but neither are those names. Like those aren't. Yeah, it's not like it's not like yeah. my name is Smith. Yeah, or Jansen, or and something. they're like, did you say Smith? No, Smith with an F. It's like Spliff, <laughs> but with an M. <laughs> or like Sniff. My name is Sniff. But also but like you, but also yeah. like you say like th- they never mispronounce your name. No, a lot of times they don't even try though. Yeah, but like they at I least think you hear people start say your class. name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you should start every class with welcome to whatever the class is. <laughs> like, it's I am, not I am your it's not instructor. that difficult of a name. I don't know. No, it's really about. not. You need to just keep it's not saying like, it. Like one, once you hear like it, that. you can <laughs> say it. <laughs> it's not like what? Papadopoulos or something. Yeah. I would not know how to spell that. No, neither would Papa I. Papa Doppel Restaurant. Papa Doppel. If your name was Mr. Restaurant, I would struggle with how to spell it because I always mess up spelling that word. What about Mr. Restaurateur? Even worse. Or Restauranteur? Hmm. That one I'm fine with. <laughs> so if you add the right pre- suffix, you can spell restaurant all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gabriel Tenorio strings. I noticed that they've been posting a lot. Like they're kind of getting some pretty cool exposure with like um, artists. So they're they're kind of growing their prestige a little bit, or at least kind of coming out of the underground, which is cool to see. It's also cool when people in our group buy the strings 
even though it doesn't help us, it helps Gabrielle. That's true. I mean, and he is good at being human. Is he? And at making strings. Yeah, dude. When I hung out, hang out with him, I like never even noticed that he's a cyborg. Like it doesn't even <laughs> occur to me. Wait a minute. Can you say handmade strings if the hands are robot hands? No, he has human hands. He took those hands from a human. This is maybe very he nefarious. started off as a human. I mean, it's like a robot. He didn't situation. take them from a human. He he's just added enough cyborg pieces onto his originally human body to now be considered a cyborg. Whoa! Right. He's like Robocop. Isn't that what Robocop was? Didn't he yes. start off as a human? He was a human. Yeah. And then he was given like lots of robot. Was he in an accident yeah. or something? No, he was murdered. I don't know a lot about by the a, canon of Robocop. He was murdered by a future gang. Wait. When I say like the his canon future of, or our future? <laughs> I mean, it, the movie takes place in the future. He was murdered okay, so by it, uh, So he was just murdered gang. by a gang. They weren't like a future gang to him. The gang was concurrent to his own timeline. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not a time travel I got movie, you. Aaron. He's a Come he's on. a future person <laughs> murdered by a future gang. Well, he will be. <laughs> he's a future cop. <laughs> I heard some He um, will be. He on a movie be. podcast, they were talking somebody was mentioning the original RoboCop and they were talking about De- it takes place in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And like if somebody wanted they were saying if somebody wanted to reboot do a reboot for the RoboCop, not like the one that just happened, but like a real one. They could like film Maybe in real of Detroit one. and have that it was a real, like it's, That was real. Have it look like it's a an actual yeah, exactly. post-apocalyptic situation. Like if somebody wanted to film any post-apocalyptic movie now and not and not spend too much on CGI, they could just film it in current Detroit. There are full like full like blocks, like miles and miles of of parts of Detroit that are like completely just destroyed <laughs> it'd be pr- i don't know why people don't film there maybe they're afraid it's probably scary like i you think probably... it's because nowadays like everything is just cgi pretty much everyone know, films like, in atlanta now yeah a lot Have of you stuff that? that yeah yes atlanta is really popular for films yeah um a lot of a lot of like um movies that are set in like the Middle East, like Iraq, especially since they've started making movies about wars over there. Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff is filmed like right around here. <laughs> what? That doesn't surprise me. Oh, you mean your neighborhood? Yeah, like not I mean, not like my house, but like my town. <laughs> so they'll use like they'll use the local dunes and stuff for Whoa. desert scenes and like parts of. Um, so you guys have you guys seen American Sniper? Yes. No. A lot of the rooftop buildings that he's in were like filmed in my town. No, way. that's yeah. awesome. I mean, Wait. they like got they went to like old kind of abandoned industrial buildings and like they obviously staged the top of them. But <laughs> yeah, so they like broke open walls and like kind of dressed it. But Wait, so when they hold casting by, calls the for like extras, where, like, they just have to like you know they get all these. Uh, Latino people showing up and they just have to choose yeah. like the darker ones that show up. Yeah, pretty much. Wait, <laughs> so vaguely can can you please go around and take pictures of like like you know, just I'll standing. take a picture of the building from Do that instead of American sending sniper, him the tap of the American sniper. <laughs> Shut up, Since he's so keen on asking you to do things for him. That's a good idea. <laughs> um I drive past it all the time. It's like right in the middle of edge like the edge of town right in the middle of the edge of town yeah they filmed right sandlot in in salt lake that's one of the only things they filmed around and dumb and dumber the airport scene is in salt lake uh where is it supposed to be aspen uh the airport oh, no, it's supposed is to be, supposed to be, like supposed to be wherever they were from i think they're in connecticut yeah or rhode island rhode island they start and roll it right away. And all the yeah. all the Rhode, stuff Rhode in Rhode Aspen Island. was a filmed in Park City, I think, which is just by Oh, uh, so the whole thing was basically Utah. Uh, so was it, so the, are you saying that whole movie was a lie? I think the parts where they were like driving through the plains and he's like, That John Denver's full of crap, man. 
Mm. That probably wasn't in Utah. Mm. It's probably in California. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I have been on a journey, a mental journey, you might say, Whoa. an internet journey. Not the kind of journey that you went on with your amps where you bought a bunch and then tried them and sold them, but the kind of journey where I did that all in my head. Whoa. That seems like a more efficient way of doing it. (laughs) Yeah. For a, um, I've been searching high and low for a loop switcher for my pedal board. I'm Mm. getting a new pedal board, Mm -hmm. a large one, and I want a loop switcher. When are you getting it, Aaron? I don't know. Pretty soon. It's almost... Ready. He's getting it hopefully before you get the tappa delay from him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not for, sell, I'm not sending you that till I get my new board. Um, yes. So, yes. so I was looking at a bunch at home, of things like I was for, looking No, at, we need to fill them in uh, for our viewers at home. We don't last need episode to. Aaron was mentioning that he was selling his tappa delay and I did in fact purchase it from him. And then I sent a couple messages saying when are you going to mail it? And now all of a sudden, I'm getting a lot of... He has sent... Should, we read, should I read those messages? In the last 12 hours. My compadres. Let's read those messages. Okay, go go for it. Read the messages. Read them all. Let's Aaron, read them all. did you mail the Tappa Dappa? No. It's ready go to go. Back. I'll go, drop it off tomorrow. Back. That's the first one. <laughs> that was yesterday. That's the first one. And Aaron, did you yesterday. mail the Tappa Dappa? It's ready to go. I'll drop it off tomorrow. All caps. What? Clearly, and then my response is clearly sarcastic. Okay, this is the first ones. I'll wait till Monday if you insist. Followed by a response from Phil that says, you mother effer. It was not edited. I edited it. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Phil says terrible And then things. I said, okay, okay, I'll send it yesterday. <laughs> In fact, you already have it. How do you like it now that you've had a few days to mess with it? Mm-mm. That was it. That was the entire exchange. No. Yes. Okay, so just just to give you a little a little timeline here, um, Phil purchased that pedal on Thursday, and yes, the first time when he was and that outraged, conversation happened yesterday, and that conversation happened on Friday, and so now I'm trying to get Aaron to not send it until next week. <laughs> it's now Saturday. It is now Saturday. Cole inserted himself in this transaction by saying by telling Aaron. <laughs> I will pay you, Aaron, I will pay you $20 to not send it. For another week. <laughs> For another week. And that is 100% sincere. All right. So here's what happened. And so then this ties in with my looper story. So I bought a looper, and then I'm thinking about exchanging it for another one. And I said, Cole said, can you do that? And I said, I'm not sure. And then Phil said, after or before you, oh, sorry, I said, I'm not sure. I'm going to contact them today. And he said, after or before you mail my tapa dapa. Which, which is already like when you say just that. calling I'm it a tapa dapa. Like I would delay the shipping by one day every for every occurrence. <laughs> and then that's when Cole made his twenty dollar offer, which I said, "Deal, okay, deal. It's a deal." Um. So I've been on this journey looking for a loop switcher, and I looked. I've been looking for one that's like Phil's simple enough. Now. No, I'm scrolling. I'm looking for Sorry. the beginning of this. I also that is the beginning. That's the first That's time the you beginning. mentioned shipping it. What are you trying to look for? Are you trying to look for when you agreed to buy it? Mm-hmm. Because That's not the same thing. That's because not because on Thursday me about it. On Thursday, Aaron was trying to get you to buy. Like on Thursday, he says, "Actually, Phil bought it for me by buying my Tappa delay today." So that is when you bought it, if that's what you were trying to figure out. Is that what you were trying looking, to figure out, I'm looking Phil? For the, I'm looking for the time the now when you, Aaron said, I'll send it today or tomorrow. That was that was in response to you saying, why haven't you sent it? That was right when you bought it. That's not you. That's not what we were talking about. Phil has a habit of... Uh, when and this I'm, is I realize I'm not you're thinking about quiet. you this is an angry you quiet. asked this me is... how much I wanted for it and I told you and I said send this much and I'll try to send it out today or tomorrow this this rarely happens for us um 
but once in a while we have an opportunity where we might be offered something at a very good deal or even for free. And again, this rarely happens to all, to anyone out there. We'd love for it to happen more. I'm not, <laughs> but Phil has this wonderful habit of then sometimes complaining about the things that we're getting at a great discount or for free No, and saying, Oh, I wish it was this, or I wish it was coming what does sooner. That have to do, oh, first I wish, of all, I wish that's this debatable. was different. And second, what does that have to do with this? Okay, he, here it is, Phil. Here I'm it is. It right because now. you're never content, Phil. You say paid, and I say, Phil, I'll ship it out today or tomorrow mm-hmm. or never, but most likely today or tomorrow. <laughs> okay. And what was what day was that? He is not violating Thursday. The terms of mm-hmm. that agreement. Because that was he Thursday. Said most likely okay. today or tomorrow. When you asked me on Friday, I said, yeah, it's ready. I'll ship it out tomorrow, which would be Saturday, which would be slightly outside of what I thought I could do. And then you freaked out. <laughs> I could give specific instances as of late where Phil has been openly uh, n- uh, not content with like very nice. You want the money back. I'll just course. send you the money back. It's fine. You should do that, Aaron. That would be amazing. One star. Because he gave you a good deal on it. Like, not but an amazing deal. me crazy. Like, that's why this is like, applicable I told you here, I would send Aaron. it. Because okay. he gave you a better go. deal than you would have okay. gotten. You guys? By just buying it guys? on Reverb. And you're treating it as if it was just a cold Reverb transaction. No. I also want you to notice how you completely interrupted my story and the flow of this episode to talk about that. No, that's not. I think it might it have had been to me. be said. To because be fair. You, that it, because no, it was, because I was saying loopers, and you said, "Hold on." Well, because you brought it, because you brought it up. I brought up loopers. I think I brought it up. He, and I'm I'm glad I did. Aaron, I've Aaron, no got, <laughs> Aaron had the money to buy a looper from what? No, that's not true. And that was said after you brought that up. No, I I only interjected it because it was brought up. It wasn't brought up because Phil Cole only said that when we were looking for where we were talking about it because I didn't say that about the Looper. I said that about the Emperor. Boom. Okay. Sidebar, but, sidebar, Aaron. Well, you can disagree, you, you really but you're should, wrong. You really okay. should wait to ship it until Monday because that'd be funny because <laughs> it would make Phil so angry. <laughs> okay, Phil, you can listen again. Listen, Okay. I'm gonna I'm done with the desolder all the parts and send them in separate <laughs> envelopes. No, you should just turn on your soldering iron and just like stick it right on the finish, you know? Just like let it melt through the paint. I'm gonna go stick it in the cat litter box for a couple hours. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. That's too much. Cats just take off the tap switch and mail the tap switch separately. Yeah, all you want is the tapa dapa. <laughs> oh. Just you saying it out loud is disgusting <laughs> why so what were you talking about stupid. Aaron? so okay, i was so looking for loop a loop search. switcher mm-hmm. and i was looking at different options i wanted something that was simple but programmable so i didn't You're a simple super want i didn't need like midi or like a the es5 kind of and the es8 are like way too much for what i wanted just more capability than I needed, more size than I really wanted to get into. Definitely more cost. So I was trying to keep it around one fifty, um, or one. So I was looking at different things, mostly like Chinese options, like the, um, the, so the Joyo, Joyo, the Joyo PXL eight, which is there's a couple different versions of it, but basically it's four, it's eight loops, that are but there's only four foot switches. So it's basically like two sets. Like you toggle up between the two sets, whatever. Anyway, that makes sense, right? Yeah. So if, if you're live mode, you can only control four at a time before you have to like switch to the other set. Anyway. Um, so there was that one. I was looking at the Moore. I think it's the L six, which is like a six looper that you can program as well. Um, and then a couple other cheap ones, but then Cole, got me hip to this new thing that's actually not new you know um, how did you it. find that i had been looking at those so so let me turn the focus of this conversation back to me where it where i like it to be um okay <laughs> i've gone through this uh i bought an es5 and an es8 and ultimately i decided just to keep the ms3 and 
and I had known about, so decibel 11 makes this loop. It's just like, it's like the size of a, like a power, like a pedal power plus type thing. You know? Oh, right. The loop expander. It's like, yeah. So they make a loop expander. Which, and, uh, if you don't know, the loop expander is basically just four loops that's MIDI controlled, so it doesn't have any no, controls on yeah, its own. Yeah, there's no, there's no wild. But loops. it accepts it's just, MIDI. It's just four control, loops. Yeah, messages. And uh, yeah, so it's just ins and outs, and 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 a lot of people in the MS3 group have bought it and used the MS3 to. It basically <clears throat> increases mm. the number of loops you can control, and you control it through MIDI. And so I went on Decibel Eleven's site to look. Oh, can at I ask it. you one quick question about that? If you put that, do you have to put it like? Where can you? Where do you put it in the chain? Can you put it? You can just put effects. It, you can just put it wherever you want. Um, so it's just like a separate block of four, and so you have a block of three and a block of four that you can move around. Yeah, or like if you really wanted to, you know, you could like, like I was thinking about it. If you really wanted to, you could put like the there's like two digital sections of the ms3 the way it works is there's there's a block of digital effects before the three loops and a block after right. and if you really wanted to you could put those two blocks in the two in two of the loops on the loop expander and then you could switch those out if you wanted to and have like a purely analog signal chain oh okay. i know that's that would be like you'd be giving up Two yeah. loops kind of needlessly. I plan on probably just putting it before the MS3 and just doing a bunch of drive pedals in it. Uh-huh. But I might put it in the first loop of the MS3. I don't know. But it's there's kind of like That's you cool. can kind of put it wherever you want. It's just for yeah, because the MS3 doesn't care where it is. It's just telling it what to do. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so, you you can't you still can't like split <laughs> those effects and put other things between them. No. So like the ones on the MS3, you're still locked in order and the yeah. ones on the loop expander are also you can't okay. change the order of those either but you basically have four blocks that you can move around together yeah no but i mean like you have so you have the digital effects you have the built-in loops you have the other digital effects and then you would have the extended loops yeah exactly and you can move those things around yes but or you, you can only you move around like break them up the loop expander yeah that makes so, sense. That's kind of cool, though. That's a lot. Of, I mean, that's a lot of added benefit for not very much. Yeah, and it'll, uh, like, uh, the downside is that, you know, you have to use the MIDI commands from the MS3. So I'll, I'll spend some time, like, setting mm. it up initially so it makes it yeah. easier to do on the fly. Um, and maybe I won't end up liking it. But the whole, the whole reason, you know, you looking at these switchers got me just reminded me like oh yeah i was thinking about getting that decibel 11 one so i went and looked it up and it's on this clearance sale right now and it's only 89 dollars. and then i noticed on their site it said you know a bunch of their stuff is on clearance and it looks like it's mostly just their switchers which they have a bunch of stuff um yeah i checked but, to see if their power supplies were on sale too and they're not yeah me too because I, kn- I knew you were looking for those too and uh so then so yes so they have this like just just the loop expander with no foot switches no nothing it just is a an expander, but then they also have these switchers that Aaron is going to talk about. Back yeah, so I ended up buying the <laughs> Switch Doctor, which is um, has four four loops and a ton of MIDI capability. Um, so I bought that, <laughs> and I think I probably my plan will be in the future to get uh, the loop expander and kind of so they'll have eight loops, and you can again control all that with MIDI. So. Um, the cool thing about the loop expander is that it's tiny and that because you don't need to touch it, you can, it doesn't have to take up board space. Yeah. Like I plan on mounting it underneath. it underneath my board. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. I, th- I mean, it's a, uh, like again, and the, the other thing that I saw it, like you have to control it with MIDI. And so if you're trying to do it on the fly, it's, it's not going to be easy probably. Right. Well, if you have so if you use it with a switch doctor, if you use it with the decibel 11 stuff, then it becomes I think a lot easier because they're designed to work together. So you can put it in live mode and then you can just turn those loops on and off as you want. And you could do the same thing on the MS3 where you could set up like on a given bank, you could set up the four foot switches to turn on and off the four loops on the on the expander. Yeah, but there wouldn't be like an easy way to switch back to then controlling the loops on the MS3. But at any rate, it's cool. it's a cool yeah. option. 
I don't know if if uh, this has been thought of or discussed, but after the um, after the pedal porch showdown, uh, it would be awesome for you to do a looper uh, porch there, showdown. <laughs> there is a zero percent chance I will still own all of those loopers by the time I'm done for two <laughs> but it reasons. Would be so, for one, it would be so funny. For one, because I don't keep equipment very long, and the second reason is because at this They're rate, already listed. I won't. I won't be done with the pedal porch showdown until like 2020. <laughs> I know, but it would be so awesome. Be like, okay, now this or, looper. Or 20, 2020, as Aaron would say. Yeah, 2020. So anyway, the Switch Doctor was like super cheap, so I bought one. And then I was looking on their site later and I saw, well, so what happened is I was looking at videos and I heard about the pedal palette, which is normally $560. Which is on sale now for one fifty nine, but this one allows you to swap pedal order on it, and so that's the thing I was trying to say. I might contact them and see if I can change my order and get this one instead, because having the ability to switch loops is generally only available on very expensive units. Like, I think the Boss ES five and eight are one of the only ones I know of, other than this, that do it, and they're all like in the easily three to four to five hundred dollar range. Because right, how much it's is the expensive, the, the way that the boss ones work and like the crap, what's the one from the that pedal show? Oh, the, the gig rig. The gig rig, yeah. Yeah. Like the, it's a full matrix, so you can put yeah. it in any order you want, but it's a ton of hardware and it's expensive. Yeah. How, the ES5 is like 500 bucks? 400 Or 399 or something? Yeah, and the ES8 and then is, the ES8 is, is five ninety nine. No, it's seven something. Is it? It's at least. I was thinking it was six hundred new, but it's seven hundred new. Better than I. Okay, so it's six ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Um, so anyway, I mean, this one's up in that range too, but now that it's on clearance, it's not. So it lets it doesn't let you put things in any order that you want, but it basically has like two sets of two, and you can flip flop those two, or you can like reverse the two blocks. So man and it's also it does the same thing it has all the same midi and stuff and you can also use it with the loop expander and so it was was it tim it was tim ballon right who was asking about putting things in parallel yeah yeah it also allows you to put any of the loops into a parallel mix and it lets you set up trails too doesn't it or you can uh you can have like carryover, if like if you switch away from a loop, yeah, yeah, it turns it does. your delay off. It lets yeah, the so delay. it has tails control. Yeah, switch me on my way. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it has that. Um, yeah, and it's and it still does up to 128 presets. So I'm pretty into it. So and it's only like 20 bucks more than I paid for the other one. So if they let me, do yeah. So it, that one's like 160 ugh. or 170. Yeah, I paid one thirty nine, and this one's one fifty nine. <laughs> I love how you're like a marketing guy. You 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 never say like the actual one sixty. Yeah, like you corrected <laughs> me when I said the ESA was seven hundred. You're like, oh, it's six ninety nine. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, seven hundred, Aaron. <laughs> it's not like it's six ninety nine ninety nine. It's a full yeah. dollar. No, it is six ninety nine ninety nine, Aaron. It is one oh, cent is it? away from seven hundred. Well, yes. then you were wrong when you said yes. <laughs> it drives me crazy when people, when when you go into a store and you're like, so what is your least expensive blah blah blah, and they go or you say what's your cheapest blah blah, blah? and they go, um, well our least expensive yeah, like guy I, I no, get just, it come on I know that you're like <laughs> I know that's not cheaply made but it most likely is the cheapest too like <laughs> you know yeah right <laughs> jeez uh. so I don't and I haven't like. I've seen a bunch of people post about the loop expander just um, in the MS3 group. And it seems like people really like it. And I know decibel 11 has been around for a long time. So I don't, uh, it's not like some cheap, you know, knockoff or something like that. So I would expect it yeah. to be high quality. I mean, I, I'm guessing they're either just gearing up for a refresh or they're putting out new stuff or something. I mean, I was, I was super close to buying a Joyo. So, I don't think it's going to be any Enjoy worse yourself. than that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's definitely going to be as nice as that. And I, I don't think 
like it might be one of those scenarios where it was never like they've never actually sold it for the full price that's listed on their website. You know, yeah, that's probably true. Just like the pedal palette is listed for five hundred and sixty bucks. So, uh, you know, it came out before the ES8. I'm pretty sure. So like mm. at the time, there weren't a ton of options for programmable switchers. You know, the ES8 kind of disrupted that market, even though it's still seven hundred bucks. And I think it was eight hundred bucks when yeah. it came out. It looks that, like they're listed at three ninety nine. On reverb, like new ones, so that's probably what it sold for. For how much? Three ninety nine. That would make sense, and then that which is like, like in line with the ES five. Yeah, exactly. And the still, ES five has like, some more functionality, but also there are something still sixty percent off. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they they do they're intended differently, but the ES five and this one. Yeah, but because honestly, I like even just having the dedicated bank up and down switches is huge, which the mm. ES five doesn't have. And that was kind of the deal breaker for, well, one of the, one of the reasons mm. I decided to stick with the MS three is because the way that it handles banks is not very uh, intuitive and there's not an right. easy way. Like with the ES eight, it made sense because there was just like a hundred banks or however, I think it has a hundred banks and then there's eight presets per bank because you have eight foot switches on there. And then you also have yeah. a bank up and down foot switch. But on the S5, since there's only five foot switches, they broke it up to another level. But there's no easy way to switch between the three levels. It's kind of, yeah. So, mm. I don't know. I'm not surprised. Because you don't see a ton of ES5s out there. And when it came out, it was like it was very popular. You know, It was yeah. like, oh, it's just like the ES8, but it just has less loops. But, I do like that it that the ES5 like the boss stuff has the the menu that you can kind of scroll through. Yeah. Doesn't it? So it has like little buttons that you use to program it and stuff. Yeah, totally. And you can this have one you kind of have to learn what to do cuz it's all foot switches in different order and holding things down and stuff, but And they have software you that, that you out. can use to program it, but like oh, even okay. then the MS3, I don't know, it it's clear that the MS3 was the last one to come out because they refined a lot of aspects of it, even though it's, it's, it, it mm-hmm. had, it's like handicapped in a lot of ways yeah. compared to the E the ES switchers. Uh, but like it has a USB port on it, for example, which the other ones don't. And it has, uh, like the software is, is a lot better than the other two. And even just the menu system is a lot better. Which So can you use it as like a USB interface? I don't think so. I remember looking that up and I'm pretty sure you can't. So the USB is just for like it's just for set connecting to yeah. editing it. Okay. But it's really nice. There's a but librarian. Still, that's cool. There's a librarian software that you can just like load full set lists and Sexy. then save them. Librarian like software. Push. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm. Just kidding. It's different than the librarian kidding, software guys. that I. Yeah, I have a folder on my computer. I have a folder on my computer titled librarian, but that's something different. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Lacey. That's just for my. It's actually paper. labeled work stuff, but. It's neither here nor there. No, taxes. Like church stuff. Um but but yeah, it's you can tell that they had refined a lot of the user experience, but they weren't really in a place and I think Boss didn't want to devote any more resources to the ES switchers where they could like go back and roll that back into those, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyways. It's crazy. Mm. Guys, mm-hmm. I don't plan on I've... talking about the MS three. It just happens. Let me tell you about this dream I had. Okay, tell us about the dream. Let me tell you about this dream I had. So I had a dream that I ordered a pedal, and it was a JHS, um, what do you call that? Super Bolt. Super Bolt. I had a dream that I ordered a Super Bolt, and it arrived a day early, and I was very excited. And so when I opened it, I realized it was actually a morning glory. They had sent me the wrong pedal. And not only that, (laughs) but... I had apparently accidentally chosen to pay for express shipping, which cost a hundred dollars. <laughs> so I was like, I, I want to send, I'm going to send this back to them, but I paid a hundred bucks for shipping. <laughs> I love it when you have these mundane dreams that are like weird stuff happens, but it's not that weird. Like express shipping yeah. would be expensive. It wouldn't be a hundred bucks, but like, you know, yeah. that is something dumb that you could potentially do, you know? <laughs> yeah. It'd be like 40, which is still insane. Yeah, so anyway, that was my dream. And there was a baby duck in there somewhere. <laughs> Is that another JHS pedal, the baby duck? No, someone was holding <laughs> a baby duck. 
trying to get it to. <laughs> That's a great name for and a then they pedal. Dude, laid it, they straight laid up, it I would me. buy a pedal, especially if it had a cute baby duck on it. I'd buy that pedal <laughs> yeah. and put it, keep it on my board forever. Even well, if it feels it was like the a rubber useless ducky. pedal. Rubber ducky, right? Oh, that's what I was thinking. Dude, Baby rubber ducks. ducky would be good for like an octave pedal. Just an octave up. I was thinking chorus because when I think rubber ducky, I think bath. Oh, I was trying and to then think of what I was makes you of think like chorus squeaks, when you think of squeaking. bath, Because water and chorus, they like. Because people know. always talk about chorus being wet. Yeah, and washy. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's also a, when you go to a bathhouse, everyone sings. That's true. When I t- when I'm taking a bath, I sing. But just the chorus. Yes. Only the chorus of songs. <laughs> Only the chorus of songs, yeah. Actually, you would songs. get a little you might get a little bit of a chorus. I guess it wouldn't change the frequency at all though. But you can get weird effects in a bathroom when you're singing because you'll have like sound speed gradients because the temperature is hotter, like the air is hotter in some areas than others. Whoa. But it wouldn't change the frequency at all. So never mind. Aaron, cut that part out. I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. No, it was awesome. No. It, it was simultaneously smart. very smart and very dumb. <laughs> More dumb than smart, though, probably. <laughs> Even if it's smart, it's still dumb. Yes. Yes, still very dumb. Talking about air Mostly temperature dumb. in the bathroom. <laughs> Guys, can I tell you about the air temperature in my bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> you also have to account for the fecal matter in some areas of the air that slows the, things the, down the, right the, the poop the fart clouds yeah mm-hmm. i don't fart <laughs> the, in the bathroom the, aaron that's disgusting the fecal clouds <laughs> i only fart in uh, my bed fecal clouds mm-hmm. that's another good <laughs> I, like i want to see a cute a cute rubber ducky on a pedal And then right next to it, just like this disgusting pedal called Fecal Clouds. (laughs) Gross. For that brown sound. So what were you saying, Aaron? I was telling you about my dream. Oh, that's a good dream. That was it. We had been talking about the loopers, and then I think we're finished. So anyway, I look forward to talking about that when I get it. I still mostly just have dreams where I'm back in college, and like I'm going to graduate, and then I realize... like you know, I miss some class or like I go to take a final and realize I never went to class and don't know what I'm doing. And then I'm not mm. going to be able to graduate, you know, did I ever tell you guys about my friend who took a class and he didn't, he like never went to class. <laughs> and but He, he like lived like, the dream that we all have. <laughs> so the dream was if you don't go to class, I mean, so not the dream, but the, the deal was you don't have to go to class as long as you pass the final. Yeah. So, he did so he gets up on the day of the final and he goes to take the final and he shows up and he realizes he's the day late for the final so he missed the final but he goes and talks to his professor and he goes well what I usually do if someone misses it is like I'll allow you to take just get the median grade like as if you took it and got the median grade so he did and it was passing and he ended up getting a C in this class that he literally never attended Whoa. and did not That's take insane. the final. <laughs> what kind of a teacher? <laughs> I know. So here's like the dumbest. <laughs> here's what a punk I was. We so had funny though. It one of the like one of the classes that most people. It's like one of the generals at at BYU is physical science, mm. and it's set up in a similar way where you can either. Uh, you can actually test out of it at the beginning, I think, but you you can either take your whole grade from like all your assignments throughout the semester and all the tests and everything, mm-hmm. or depending on how you do on the final, whichever one is higher, basically they'll take your grade for the final. So, and, and it's just a 50 multiple choice test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I may have already told this story, but I was so arrogant when I was a freshman that I just assumed you would pass the test. (laughs) I assumed I would do not, not even just pass the test, but like do well enough that I didn't even take some of the tests during the semester. I certainly didn't do any of the homework. Uh And then I ended up getting a D on the final, which it was weighted in such a way that a D was like very bad. Like it was 25% or something insane. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I'm an idiot. And now I have, (laughs) so I had to retake that class 
while I was doing my physic, you know, this is physical science. And so while I was a senior in my physics degree, I retook that class with Lacey and I did, I did better that time, but it was, it was, it wasn't embarrassing because I did so poorly on the final. It was embarrassing because I was such an idiot about it, you know? Oh, I thought you were going to say it was embarrassing because you took a class that a girl had to take. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> It's Twice. pretty BYU is pretty progressive. <laughs> BYU is pretty progressive. They they let uh, women take some of the same classes as men. I can't believe you failed a girl class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JK. Yeah. JK. Me too. JK. Right. I actually took a class on girls, and I I passed that class with flying colors. You aced it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. High five. <laughs> I I nearly I nearly <laughs> failed weight training in high school, and I convinced my teacher to give me a D so I could graduate. Weight training is in lifting, or is in training like, yourself to be at a healthy weight? Because I would have failed that class too. No, it was like <laughs> lifting, but it was very light. What? I think the reason I almost failed is because I did, we didn't do anything in that class. I liked weight training we class in high school. Like that was one of my favorite classes. I took it again in college, and I liked it. And have not kept up with that practice. My gym classes I took in college were bowling, scuba diving, and golf. I so took basically like stretching. I took the I took the rich white curriculum. I took strength and stretching, which was like yoga oh, and stre- Pilates. <laughs> so not, there was actually just one class called flexibility that was just yeah. stretching. It was awesome. And I it was always like class. early in the morning. And so yep. you'd go there and just like, just like Zen to start your day off with. Me and Chris Hurley were stretching partners. It was fun. Oh, man. RIP. He was a nice kid. <laughs> oh, um, you didn't say Chris Farley. No. Okay. Um, What was that the only, what other PE classes did you take in college? I took that and I took weight training. Oh, that was right. It. I mean, they okay. had other stuff, but I just took the easiest ones. Here, I didn't I, want to take anything that I had to go off campus for. I didn't want to take anything lived that on would campus. be like competitive in a way that people would take it seriously and be jerks about it, like basketball. Yeah, I could see that. I what took a, um, I took fencing, nice, and then one called defense tactics. <laughs> So you took fencing and defensing. Whoa. Yeah. Did they cancel each other out and you didn't get any credit? No. Okay. I they were they were both actually it was it was funny because the fencing one was like super hard. Wait, did the, you say defensing or the fencing? The fen the fencing. I took the oh. fencing one. <laughs> delay. It was really hard. It was like I took defensing. They actually mom. made you learn things in there? And practice the, difficult the techniques. Fencing was hard. It, the The instructor was, he was like a Russian, I think he was. Uh, Roland? I think he was a silver medalist. So you had to like, keep telling him to slow down. I can't remember which Olympics, but um, he took it super seriously. And he, he like, he made us do all kinds of like, um, like the pre, the pre-class like warm-ups and stuff like we had uh, to do all the all these different you know things it was like it was re- it was actually really intense and then he made the the new kids he had like an advanced class that that he ran like concurrently and he was always making the like us the beginner class fight the um advanced <laughs> ones you and were i don't like know why scrubs. he did it but it was like it was just like you're the beach. It was just us getting like freaking yeah. owned, stabbed, you know? Yeah. And, and you had these jackets on, right. And this, and that helmet, but and they the, hit so hard guard. that it was like, it, it really hurt. Like, cause they, yeah. Cause it, I, I don't know if you've ever seen like the super competitive fencing, but they like, they whip it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't they whip it. It's good. not just lunges and stuff. They like, so they whip it there's this good. one dude that he would do this move where he would, they crack that lunge whip. in and Correct then would, that whip. He'd whip the when fence. a freshman comes along. You must whip it. Exactly, Phil. He'd, we stopped listening to you because we're trying to make jokes. <laughs> I get it, but this is this is really crazy. So the viewers can still hear. He would. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to use the word anymore. But he would flick it 
and the Lick foil. that whip. <laughs> no, no, no. It would bend over your shoulder and hit you in the back. Oh, yeah. That's what? intense. Yeah. That's so and, rude. And he would do it. He would. It was. So he, he would just flick it all over your back. I'm cringing so, right now. I'm audibly time cringing. Stamp. Time stamp that. Unacceptable. That, like again, Churlish. that that highlights like part of why I didn't want to be in, in any competitive gym classes because like when that person is clearly better than you, what like is that really helping them get better by just destroying you? You know. Like, well, and then it was like the second to the last day of the semester, I blocked it, and. The guy was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish I could have a video of that. I bet your face was just like beaming. You could have like, you <laughs> know, did. you could have ripped a phone book in half at that moment. Yeah. I jumped up and down and he was so <laughs> mad. Oh, that's awesome. That reminds that's me. That's like, and Max, then he owned me. That's like Max like, karate tournament on, on always sunny when he just gets a point for blocking it. He just makes him so happy. So yeah, it was. Let's let's back up a little bit. Your teacher, where did you go to school? Uh, that was at um, that that would have that was in um. It wasn't like Torrance. UCLA or like some large. Yeah, the, it it was um it was the junior college in uh, Torrance, California, called mm. um, El Camino. Okay, the hey, fact that El you Camino. attended this school and it took you that long to think of it shows that it is not exactly a prominent, you know, nationwide school. Well, like, it was a long time ago. They had... and I attended a lot of junior colleges. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is back the in years, like the sixties. So. <laughs> they Shut like up. that's Phil, we don't say junior college anymore. We say community college. That's okay. intense that they had a freaking Olympic medalist. <laughs> but yeah, but think about it. Former Russian no, think, <laughs> Olympic no, medalist. Think about it, Cole. Like, yeah, like he was probably he was like his over the his years, Olympic thing probably said USSR on it, and that's freaking bad. He was age. probably exiled from his country for not getting the gold <laughs> yeah because he only but, got silver they took away all the steroids and everything cool think about this every <laughs> every olympics like they, they have the olympics people win and then what do they do right i like, know especially but, when something like but Vincent, still like, though they, like it's like the fact that there's only an olympics every four years and there's only three medals for any given event like granted there's like i don't know maybe there's a million fencing events but i Doubt but it. still, even if there's ten, that's like only he's still in a very he's in an elite four group. Yeah, like that's among true. fencers. Like, it's it's impressive. Like I don't know. I think the Olympics, and I agree with you, Phil. Like the Olympics are dumb in a lot of ways. Like the fact that people devote. Uh, I'm going on so, record, and but I am not saying the Olympics. I am not <laughs> agreeing with that either. The like all the Phil fact is that, saying is that it's not exactly like a job opportunity. No. And that's why, that's why I think the Olympics are dumb because these kids train their entire life and don't have a social life and only learn one skill. And that skill has no value in the real world. Like being, unless able to you're fence, cute and then you can be an Olympic be commentator or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy was not a looker. Oh, you don't say the uh, Russian honest. fencing guy. He wasn't attractive. That's he shocking. Was the Russian fencing was guy terrifying. who was teaching at El Camino college. He was terrifying driving and sounding. Um, you can fit a yeah. lot of epes in the back of an El Camino, I bet. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: you're you got a medal. I did in fencing, and you want like a job that's like consistent. So you like, you know, and no, you like I'm. Skill. I'm just saying that, like, even like. I bet there's only a couple junior colleges in the country that have an Olympic medalist teaching their fencing class. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. still a cool, like regardless of what you think about the Olympics, being an Olympic medalist is like an insane we accomplishment think the that everyone in the world <laughs> recognizes, you know, and it's, and that's cool that you, you know, that, that you I were. trained under <laughs> yeah. an, an, an Olympic medalist. Yeah, you you're technically an Olympic you're Olympic, an Olympic trained Olympic athlete. Trained. <laughs> oh, I'd love for you, you to train put that on, on. You train on an elite level for mm-hmm. on your resume. Uh, yeah, Olympic trained. I should fencer. <laughs> Olympic trained uh, fencer blocked one shot. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it was it was terrifying because of that. But then the other class was 
uh, so much fun. The defense tactics. It was like the 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 guy who, the instructor. He had like twelve different black belts. Did your instructor ever bring a gun to class? Never. Okay, man. I think all but, instructors <laughs> should bring guns to class. Sorry, go. What were you saying? <laughs> it was um, so it was like it was it was just super fun. Like all we did was like do all these like karate moves, and and every at the end of every class, every, people would like walk up to the instructor and go, okay, so I saw in this Van Damme movie, this one move where the one guy did this and then he did this. Is that, do you think that would work? And he'd go, no, let me show you why. And then he'd like show us. <laughs> it was so much fun. Uh. He goes, so if you swing really big like that, and then he'd like explain why it like, yeah, it was not like, You're like telegraph. it was not an efficient. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, it was so fun. <laughs> so much fun. awesome. But yeah, even my so like even like credits. having a bunch of black belts, like that's there's not a limited like Olympic medals are crazy cuz there's it's it's like one of the few accomplishments that actually is limited to a very s- small number of people, you know. Like my nephews yeah, are I guess all that's black true. belts. Not to take anything away from them cuz that's super cool, but or Eagle Scouts. Yeah, Eagle Scouts, that's a yeah, I'm an Eagle Scout. Look at me. It's I'm like joke. the Olympics are graded on a curve. And exactly. black belts are not. Exactly. Hmm. And an Eagle Scout is basically just a participation trophy. <laughs> but there's a there's a lot of, that you have to participate. Yeah, you, you got to participate a lot to get that trophy. That's true. Yes. Hmm. Well, guys. Yeah. This has been a good app. Has it? It's been a good epi. <laughs> it has. Okay. That's a fencing joke for those uh, keeping score at home. Touche, Phil. Touche. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I know I yelled at you earlier and I got a little heated. <laughs> but I appreciate you. Do you? I do. Oh, thanks. <laughs>